I think the judgment explains that quite um, succinctly to say that the government of the day has to ensure that it uh, makes decisions which are rationally connected to the purpose of what they seek to achieve. So firstly, the government of the day believes that being a lawyer is not a a critical skill. This is something that South Africans can do. So this is something that South African universities turn out a number of graduates uh, from time to time to fulfill the skill in South Africa. So we have the means to do this ourselves. And then secondly, um, it is in line with Section 22 of the Constitution, which says that we have to regulate the trade and occupation of professions for citizens. And that's exactly what this Section um, 24.2 of the Legal Practice Act does. It regulates the entry of uh, persons into the legal profession. But it does not discriminate against foreign nationals as people who want to insinuate. It makes it clear that for one to actually enter the legal profession, one has to have, have to be either a citizen or a permanent resident. So it then sets a criteria for how foreign nationals can then seek to access this profession don't have to be a, a permanent resident. And that's because it also it also plays out with what our home affairs policy is on how uh, we would want to ensure that foreign nationals uh, find expression in our country. They can find expression through, through a study visa or a work permit or permanent residency. So there's, a, there's three categories for how, for how um, foreign nationals would find expression in democratic South Africa. But the minister contends that the level of trust and accountability required in the practice of law cannot be achieved if persons are non-citizens or permanent residents. Does that then suggest that the minister feel that foreign nationals lack the requisite commitment to the country? Well, from an accountability mechanism, and then this argument has been rejected by the courts and we accept that, but from an accountability mechanism, we would want to ensure that we are able to, to hold individuals who practice law accountable. And, and our submission was that it would be a little bit more difficult when these individuals are not South African nationals at all. Uh, but nonetheless, we, we accept that um, that argument has been rejected by the court. But the court has accepted our, our greater argument, is to say that this has to be viewed in, 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 in unison with our other policies as well, which regulate the role of foreign nationals the country and how they find expression. So going forward, what does this judgment now entail for non-nationals? Are we likely to see this also coming into effect in other professions apart from law? I can't speak for other professions, but what we do know is that the Home Affairs have set out a policy on what is considered a critical skill. Um, but it does mean that foreign nationals can't at all uh, assist the legal profession. Um, they would be able to, in fact, one of the the individuals in the judgment um, has since been granted permanent residency, as we understand, or was in the process of being granted permanent residency by home affairs. So they would then ultimately be able to find expression in the legal profession. But uh, also, they, the judgment does highlight that this policy is not unique to South Africa. So we see India and Canada practicing a similar policy as well. So South Africa is in line with other jurisdictions around the world. But we also know that uh, from our perspective, um, this does mean that it is very clear how um, individuals can obtain uh, the right to practice as attorneys or as lawyers in South Africa. So there's no ambiguity anymore. Um, for other professions, the, the critical services list or the critical skills list is a way to go, and that's how that is what the applicable policy is.